Defense shields have been penetrated. Enemy warships have entered Earth's solar system. Deploy the last wave of fighters. Taking heavy fire! Final warning. Prepare for thermal attack. Evacuate! Evacuate! Launch remaining escape craft! Without a planet, we're no longer a threat. Hey, it's me, it's Kale. Humans. Wait. <laughs> the Titan was the key to finding a new homeworld. Your father hid the Titan. He knew the dredge would come after him. The only way to find it is in your hand. Me? The dredge wants you, only dead. How do you know they want me dead? happen to be humanity's last great hope. I weep for the species. Humans are obsessed with what we will believe the future will be like. It's true. Will it be a Mad Max-esque hellscape? Or a world of flying vehicles and a life of ease like the Jetsons? Yeah. Don Bluth had an answer to that conundrum. This is the story of Titan AE. This is Toys R Us. Uh, what's your name, little buddy? Banjo. Ooh, a sparkly. Dragon's Lair. A fantasy adventure where you become a valiant knight on a quest to rescue the fair princess from the clutches of an evil dragon. family in the big earth shake um you want to go with me yeah oh oh yes 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 i do i do where am i this is the great hall of judgment judgment oh not to worry charlie you'll go to heaven all dogs go to heaven because unlike people dogs are naturally good and loyal and kind huh that's true cock-a-doo what a day Sun is shining brightly, cock-a-doo sunny day, down here on the farm. Tumbleina! She's a funny little squirt. Tumbleina! Tiny angel in a skirt. Tumbleina! First she's mending, then baking, pretending she's making things happen. A troll in Central Park. The Pebble and the Penguin. Dancing bear. Painted wings, things I almost remember, and a song someone sings once upon a December. Titan A.E. Get ready.
ready for the human race. Hello. Hello. If you're hearing this, it means that you've made it to the end of our first annual 12 Days of Christmas. Welcome to the end of the world. This is the end. Fittingly, about the end of the world. Indeed. Uh, we had a lot of fun here at Toys R Us Podcast, but before we end this, we have one last adventure into the world of Don Bluth. My name is Richard Hunt, and with me as always is my cousin and co-host, Brian Muth. Hey, everybody. Brian. Yes. Today we are taking it to the future. In the year 3000. Nice. It's a deep cut. It is a deep cut. That's, That's a deep, huge. deep cut. That being said, are you ready? You bet. We are short to do impossible things if you follow your heart. We start our story in the late 90s. In development at 20th Century Fox since 1998, Titan A.E. was originally going to be a live-action film. Oh, that would have been interesting. That would have been interesting. Yeah. The script had been passed around to various writers such as Bed Endlin, Joss Whedon, and Art Vitello. Wow. I like two out of three of those guys. Uh-huh. After $30 million had been spent in the film's early development with no progress, Art Vitello was sacked. Then, then chairman of the 20th Century Fox Animation Studio, William Mechanic. Hi, Bill. You know. Then gave the script to Fox Animation Studio's creative heads, Don Bluth and Gary Goldman. Boom. Who were fresh from the success of their recent film, Anastasia. Mechanic had no scripts for Fox Animation Studios to work on and was faced with the choice of laying off the animation staff unless they took Titan AE. So wow, that's like, <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. Despite their inexperience with the science fiction genre, Bluth and Goldman took the script regardless. Because, duh. Yeah, I mean, like, who doesn't like money? Yeah. That's true. Who doesn't like getting paid? Fox Animation Studios was given a production budget of $75 million and 19 months to make the film. Unlike Bluth and Goldman's previous films, the animation in Titan A's was predominantly computer-generated, while the main characters and several backgrounds were t- traditionally animated. Yep. Many of the scenes were enacted by the animation staff using hand-built props before being captured by a computer. See, that's cool. Yeah. Many scenes and backgrounds were painted by concept artist Paul Chang, who had worked on Anastasia and his directed video spinoff, Bartok the Magnificent. Much like Anastasia, the storytelling and tone in Titan AE is much darker and edgier than Bluth and Goldman's previous films, with the film being regularly compared to Japanese anime. Yeah. It's very weeby. It is. <laughs> Weeb-tastic. Yeah. Although Bluth and Goldman denied any influence by anime, they have not, They have acknowledged the comparison. Yeah, I definitely don't think that Don Bluth was watching anime. Yeah, I don't think so. He doesn't no. strike me as the weeb type. No. He's a boomer. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, technically speaking. Yeah. No, He's absolutely. not sitting there watching Sailor Moon, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Although I think he probably would have enjoyed it. He probably would have got a kick out of it. Even I liked it. During the production of Titan AE, Fox Animation Studios suffered a number of cutbacks, which ultimately led to its closure in 2000. Over 300 animation staff were laid off from the studio in 1999, and as a result, much of the film's animation was outsourced to a number of independent companies. Oh. Several scenes were, contra- were contracted to David Paul Dozier's Poved Group, uh, the Wake Angel scene was animated by Reality Check Studios, while the film's Genius scene was animated by Blue Sky Studios, who would later go on to make 20th Century Fox's Ice Age and Rio film franchise, oh, yeah. as well as well as the Peanuts movie in 2015. 
Did anybody see that movie? I don't think so. No. I, I know I didn't. No. Even, like, Peanuts fans, I don't think, watched yeah. it. That's why you never hear about it. Uh, under pressure from executives, Bill Mechanic was dismissed from 20th Century Fox prior to Titan A's release, uh, eventuating in the closure on June 26, 2000. Dang. Ten days after the film's release. Ugh. All of these events stunted the film's promotion and distribution. On November 24, 1997, Matt Damon joined the cast of the film along with Bill Pullman, Drew Barrymore, Nathan Lame, Jim Brewer, Janine Garofalo, Lena Olin, and then later on, John Leguizamo. I love all of those Stat cast, dude. I mean, super good. John Leguizamo is just one of these character actors. Who's horribly underrated. It's extremely underrated. Absolutely. Like, the range of this dude. It's, it's unreal. Nuts. Like, he was so good in Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. Uh, Summer of Sam. Yeah. The fucking pest. Yeah. Spawn. Spawn. Tu Wong Fu. I just hope nobody mistakes us for the divorce. Uh, well, we only have to be seen at the China Bowl this evening. Girl, we will induce envy and rage. Oh, look. That little Latin boy in drag is crying. Find out why that little Latin boy in drag is crying. Little Latin boy in drag. Why are you crying? Because the two of you are so pretty, you know, you're so pretty. That's all. Oh, yes, yes, of course we're pretty, but why are you crying? Maybe she just found out Menudo broke up. Now, little one, what is your name? Gigi. Gigi Rodriguez. What's with the waterworks? I just, I just wanted to win this so much, you know? Because I never won nothing my whole life. Every time that I do something, you know, I'm getting it wrong and somebody's always laughing at me, you know. <laughs> but maybe I'm gonna meet somebody nice who'll rescue me and take me away and instead of these old men, you know, with their greasy bellies and their, their money and their uh, 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 and leaving when the time is up. But no, because I'm a loser. That's why I'm a loser. I hate my life. I hate myself. No, please, I hate everything. You are a winner. You you look like well. You are a winner, and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't be looking at me! Look, uh, 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 Don't be giving me none of that bleeding hard Sally Struthers look. Oh, that's... Like, man. Look, at, look at just the range there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that dude, he can seriously do anything. Get John Lozama in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, that'd be awesome. Right? Oh, dude. Otto Octavius. Yes. Yeah. 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 Fuck, I can see that. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Ooh. Damn. Do you know how baller that would be? Holy fuck. Yeah. Marvel, give me a call. We'll work <laughs> something out. <laughs> John Leguizamo, come on, buddy. <laughs> we need this. We need this. The soundtrack to Titan AE was absolutely fucking bonkers. It was. Okay? It was released on audio cassette and CD by Capital. On June twenty sixth, or no, June sixth, two thousand, and featured eleven tracks by bands including Lit, Power Man Five Thousand, yeah. Electricy, Fun Loving Criminals, The Urge, Texas, Jamiroquai, Splashdown, The Wailing so- Souls, and Luscious Jackson. Like, That's awesome. And also, Creed's song Higher was played in all of the trailers, but did not appear on the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Which is nothing more 90s than Creed. Than Creed. Yeah, it's true. 
The film's score was composed and conducted by Graham Revel, though an official album containing the film's underscore was originally not released alongside the film. Which is a shame, because his catalog is insane, okay? Yeah. Some of his best-known films include The Crow, Street Fighter, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the Movie, From Dust Till Dawn, The Craft, The Saint, The Negotiator, Bride of Chucky, Titan A.E., Laura Croft Tomb Raider, Daredevil, Freddy vs. Jason, and Sin City. Dude, on a lot of those, even if some of those movies are not, like, you know, like, terribly high quality yeah. or terribly well loved. Yeah. Like, all of those scores are fucking memorable. Oh, insane. Insane. He oh, also God. collaborated on the score for the Riddick franchise. Like, seriously, I still cry when I hear the score of the fucking Crow, dude. Dude. The uh, whole soundtrack for the Crow, man. Dude. The That's score the and one. the soundtrack. Good lord. The ultimate snapshot of the 90s. Yeah. Really yeah. is. He is an eight-time recipient of the BMI Film Music Award, including the Richard Kirk Career Achievement Award and an AACTA Award winner, which is just like... Dude, that's that's baller status. Yeah. A video game adaptation by Blitz Game was planned for a release on the PlayStation PC in fall 2000 following the film's summer release. Development on both platforms had begun in March 1999 under the film's original title, Planet Ice, and an early playable version was showcased at the 2000 uh, E3 Expo in Los Angeles. Mm. Uh, in July 2000, a spokesman from the game's publisher, Fox Interactive, announced that the development of the title had been halted largely due to the film's, or to the film's poor box office performance, which was only one of many different factors that led to its cancellation. Yeah. Titan AE, not unlike Thumbelina, was a fucking flop. Yeah. Okay? And Unfortunately. Probably worse than... Thumbelina, because the yeah. budget was $90 million, and it grossed them $36 million. Oh. Yeah. Well, at least I can say I was one of those $36 million yeah. when I saw it. <laughs> Which is just a major letdown. It is. You know who isn't a letdown? Oh, please tell me. That is Fatty. Boom! The Death Star is part of the new Bangkok Drifter Colony. Oh, really? Yeah. How did I not know that? Chris Cornell, Elaine Johans, and Natasha Snyder wrote and recorded the song Heart of Honey for the film, but it wasn't used for the soundtrack. Lame. And it is a great song.
Dude, I love Chris Cornell. R.I.P. Dude. I made a Facebook status that nobody fucking liked, and I feel very upset about it because I s- here's the status. Was it recent? Yes. Dave Matthews is just gentrified oh, Chris Cornell. <laughs> I remember laughing that. I forgot to. Yes. I forgot to like that. My apologies. Because if you hear Dave Matthews, you can tell how badly he wants to think that he's as badass as Chris Cornell. Yeah, it's true. You're like, eh, Especially no. in the song Don't Drink the Water. Oh my god. Yeah. The tattoo on Kale's right shoulder bears a strong resemblance to the Terran Empire symbol from the classic Star Trek the original series. It totally does. Um, Drew Barrymore and Roger Jackson were both in the uh, hit horror film Scream. Jackson provided the voice of Ghostface, who terrorized Barrymore's character over the phone. It's yeah. so a little bit of fucking... See, we did it first. Yep. A tie-in video game was planned, but you know, never fucking happened. Canned. There was also supposed to be a novelization that never happened either. <laughs> Which is just like, I don't understand why all these movies have novelizations. Right. Too. Like, mm. It's like, man, that's weird. Like, I remember I read the novelization of Judge Dredd before I saw the movie. <laughs> like, I'd liked the comic books previously, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, I was all hyped for it, and then I'm like, oh. Fuck. Yeah. Still one of those guilty pleasures, though. You know, you get fucking, you maybe get a little stoned and then <laughs> just That's put true. on Judge Dredd. And That's true. Have a good time. That is very true. And so, we reached the end. For 12 Days of Don Bluth. It's been, uh... It's been a trip. It's been a trip. Really has. Like Learned the, a lot. The the highs and lows. And honestly, it's like, you kind of feel like he should have just stopped at Anastasia. Yeah. And that would have been... Yeah. And if he would have, maybe he'd still be making movies. But he doesn't do anything. He teaches, he teaches classes now. Animation classes. Yeah. Which is cool. It's still you know? cool. It's passing on his craft to the next generation. But at the same time, it's been 19 years, dude. Yeah. I think... R.I.P. Don Bluth's career. The time is ripe for a Don Bluth... Resurgence. Right? That would be awesome. I'd be okay with that. Tell him to go to fucking DreamWorks, dude. Ah, oh, dude. Because he you know damn well... They would chomp at the bit. Dude, fucking... Because they bo- they're both formed... Yeah. Out of leaving Disney. Yeah. You fucking know? kick John Lasseter's ass out of there. His <laughs> animation fucking installed Don Bluth. Yeah. Make sure. it happen, guys. Now, you can join us tomorrow mm-hmm. for our Christmas Eve special. Yep. And starting in January will be our new decided schedule, which I will tell you about our on the last episode of the year. Yeah. Until next time. Remember, not everything in the 90s needs to have Creed in it. It's true. And remember, you will always be a Toys R Us kid. Fucking nice. Creed. Scott, Fucking Creed. Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp infection. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh.